0: What's up, Video Landers? This is Brad. I'm going to do one more Halloween episode here. Um, I thought I was done talking about Halloween, but here we are. So let's start this episode off with a Video Land quote from James Rice. He said, I just watched the 2018 Halloween recently and kept thinking how Lori's full preparation to fight an enemy who attacks with melee weapons did not include wearing any protective gear whatsoever. That's hilarious. And it's so true. So look, I have a lot of problems with the third act of Halloween 2018. I alluded to some of my issues in uh, my recent review of Halloween Kills. I didn't go into detail. But something that really bothers me about the 2018 finale is Laurie spent all this time creating a Michael Myers house trap that he would never have found because it's in the fucking boonies. Like Eventually he might have found it after he killed everybody in Haddonfield and roamed aimlessly for a decade. But the entire movie hinges... On him going to that house. Without him going to that house, you don't have a movie. You don't have Halloween 2018. And then you have this perfect screenplay beat where his doctor's a fucking psycho that ends up taking him to the house. Like, what's the chances? What's the chances out of all the doctors in the world? You know, you're know, you telling me that Michael gets the psycho doctor that will ultimately lead him to the Michael Myers house trap. I call bullshit. So back to James Rice and his comments about uh, preparing for a melee attack. When you're dealing with someone who is probably going to stab you, you would think that maybe, just maybe, you might wear some clothes that would protect you. And maybe you would turn the lights on in the house instead of hunting the boogeyman in the fucking dark. And maybe you wouldn't keep your creepy mannequins in a room that Michael Myers might hide in. Laurie Strode does all of the above. There's a lot of stupid shit in the third act of Halloween 2018. Now look, I can let some things slide. But in the case of Halloween 2018, she's had 30 years to plan this shit out. That's what bothers me. No preparing for melee. No motion detectors. No cameras. Do me a favor. Watch the end of Halloween 2018 again. And tell me what you would do different. Thirty, You get 30 years to plan... For this fight against the Boogeyman. Against Michael Myers. What do you do? I bet your plan is a lot better than Laurie Strode's. And look, some of my favorite horror movies have stupid shit in them. The characters didn't plan for 30 years to take on the Boogeyman, but there's some stupid shit in the movies that I like. I don't need every horror movie to be perfect. I don't need every character to be perfect. But if the characters aren't doing smart things, then you at least have to have a strong X factor. Something has to stand out. The style of the movie. Something. Something has to stand out. So I can take a lot of stupid shit. Now, I've heard some people say, Well, Brad, you know, it doesn't make an interesting movie if the characters are smart. You know what I say to that? I say, fuck that. I love seeing smart people do smart shit in movies. But then they get taken out by an unstoppable force. You have to throw everything you got at this evil motherfucker. Sometimes you become the final girl. Sometimes you become the final guy. And sometimes you get had. You can do every single thing right. But the boogeyman is just better than you. The threat is just better. The threat is too big. That's a fun movie, in my opinion. Or another scenario. I love when the hunted becomes the hunter. The tables are turned. The tables are flipped. Or what I love about zombie movies, especially slow zombie movies, my favorite. You do everything right. You do everything smart. Buy the book. But then, but then you get cocky. And that fucks you. I can buy that. So, the big question here. What do I want from a protagonist in a horror movie? I want survivors. I want people that don't want to die. I want my characters to value their life. There's a director named Neil Marshall, who has pretty much ruined horror movies for me. He has set the bar so high when it comes to how I want a protagonist to act in a horror movie. Go watch Neil Marshall's Dog Soldiers, and then go watch Descent. Go watch both those movies, and you're going to see how a protagonist tries to survive against a threat. Go watch both those movies, and you're going to want a different Halloween experience. You're going to want a different Halloween kills. You're going to want a different Halloween 2018. In Dog Soldiers and Descent. The people want to live. They want to survive. They do everything they can to survive. They're smart, but they just can't take on the force of the situation. Example, in Dog Soldiers, the soldiers don't have any ammo. So they take hairspray and a lighter to create a mini flamethrower. They throw boiling hot water at the werewolves. They start throwing pots and pans at the werewolves. Anything to live, anything to survive the night. There's a moment where one of the soldiers... He stops, he turns around, he looks the threat in the eye, and he says, Come on, you motherfucker! I'm paraphrasing, but if you're gonna go out, you might as well go out swinging. Fight for your life, look the threat in the eye, and you give that motherfucker hell. You gonna let a werewolf eat your asshole? No, fuck that! Fight! I hate in these movies where people don't fight for their life. I hate in these movies where people are so casual with their life. There should be a sense of rage, um, a primal instinct. It's either you or Michael Myers. It's either you or the boogeyman. In most movies, I don't think that's the case. Characters just sacrifice themselves in front of the boogeyman. They run right into the boogeyman's arms. It's like, what? Fight, motherfucker, fight! Fight like your life depends on it. Hell, there's a character in um, Halloween Kills who goes into a house. And the next time we see him, he's in the fucking attic. Dangling from the fucking attic. From the car to the attic is like three minutes. It's like, did you even put up a fight? Someone posted a few days ago. I don't know if it's true or not. But it shows uh, one of the characters at the end of Halloween Kills. And um, this character, she's holding an iron to fight Michael Myers. Sure, if that's all you got, pots and pans, right? But they planned on meeting him. They planned on trapping him. And you're going to bring a fucking iron? Dumb shit triggers me in horror movies. I want my characters to be smart. I want my characters to live. But the bad guy has to win in this case, right? So let your characters be smart. Let them fight. But the force of the situation is too good. All right, that's what I want from a protagonist. I want a fighter. I want a scrapper. I want a fighter. I want my protagonist to wear a metal suit to a knife fight. I want my protagonist to bring a gun to a knife fight, not a fucking iron. I want my protagonist to turn all the fucking lights on when they're hunting the fucking boogeyman. I want my protagonist to double tap, double tap. I want my protagonist to at least act like they've seen a horror movie. And most people that I know, I believe when push comes to shove, when their balls are against the wall, that would bring out the fighter in them. My friends don't have any special training. But when your ball's against the wall, you've got to swing for the fucking head. That's what I want from a protagonist in a horror movie. I want characters like the characters in Dog Soldiers and Descent. Fighters. Against all odds. Live or die. Act like your life depends on it. Alright guys, those are my quick thoughts. If you haven't watched Dog Soldiers or Descent, I highly recommend them. Um, Guys, I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Hit me back in the comments on Videoland. Until next time, my good people, stay scared.